You ready? I'm ready. Am I? Let me ask you this. Am I ready? <laughs> That's a question only you can answer. <laughs> and the answer is no. Here we go. Awesomeologist to Awesomeology, the show where we find awesome things and dish them up just for you from the comfort and safety of our own homes. My name is Sue. I forgot to introduce myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just keep on waiting, buddy. All right. And I am Vince. In this episode, we are feeling just a tiny bit more like work at home experts. Uh, so we have invited some of our own, I'm moving in my chair, sorry, those rolling away. We have invited some of our <laughs> exclamation teammates to talk about their experiences working from home lately. And can I just say, so we did a thing we haven't done before. Here's us trying new things. We've already recorded the episode so we're going to go into that and let me say you are in for a treat and we are recording right don't yeah don't look don't no funny faces nicole all the funny faces <laughs> so welcome welcome nicole and katie and we're gonna i've already said your names but <laughs> we're gonna let you uh introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the organization tell us just a little bit about yourselves and why don't you start, Nicole, because you're first on my screen. Fine. Uh, my <laughs> name is Nicole. Uh, I work at Exclamation. Um, I, my title is Information Systems Coordinator. And I basically coordinate an orchestra of really smart people. And it is one of the most interesting jobs that I've ever had. I've only been at it for maybe a year. Um, I would say it's kind of a project managing role and I love it. And I I have two wonderful dogs and I love to be outside. Those are my things. That's your whole thing. And so you've only been doing this job for like a year, but you are, how long have you been at the credit union? I was at the credit union for 11 years okay 11 yeah right. it was 11 in December okay so I've done everything I started as a teller um and then I went up to the new accounts role back when we had new accounts and then I was moved into the call center and then I was the call center supervisor and then I went into a back office role which was kind of a combination of IT and accounting and now I am in the IT department but I do a lot of work with our online banking platform. And so that's my IT background is that kind of stuff. Okay, thanks. Katie, what about you? Yeah, so Katie Zaleski, um, I uh, am the VP of Human Resources for Exclamation and for Simplicity. Um, so I do um, all things HR and training. Uh, well, my team does all things HR and training. Um, so we have an awesome team that that has been very busy doing that. But um, 
really looking at organizational development, professional development, and organizational culture. Like those are the things that I love about HR. And then there's all the other things in HR that we do, but those are the ones that get me jazzed. Um, my background is I've been in HR now for four years, which seems crazy. It's gone so fast. Um, and prior to that, um, I was in the IT department um, in a core systems specialist role. And so really looked at best practices in, in the core system. Um, so I've been with Simplicity Exclamation um, this time for five years. Um, and I had um, a seven-year black hole and then was with us with uh, Simplicity Wealth Center City um, prior to our rebrand. But for two years, um, and I started as a teller and then um, moved into the head teller role for those for about a year and a half of those two years. So um, like Nicole, kind of been, been in multiple different departments of the credit union, which I think allows us to, to have that understanding of different departments when we're working with so many different areas. So mm -hmm. uh, I have two boys. Um, I know Nicole went into like her puppies and, and what she likes mm -hmm. to do in her spare time. I have two boys. So um, I do things all little boy uh sports and outside and mud and um we're a really active um on the go kind of family that's how i am as a person so this has been a very interesting um and a huge adjustment for for me and our family so excited to talk about that nice well and and actually i'm really glad it was you two i mean i would have been glad it was you two anyway i'm glad it's it would be anyone but both of you sort of come at have unique perspectives on our team. Um, Katie, you had done some international traveling. Nicole, your lungs are made out of cut. What did I say last week? <laughs> Mothballs and cheese sticks, isn't that yeah. what your lungs are made out of? Uh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, so your, your doctor has asked you to stay home. So this is a little bit, uh, you guys have an extra layer. Let's let's talk about now. I've outed you both on what yeah. that is. Giving away all the good stuff, including Nicole's unique yeah. ones. Yeah. So tell us about sort of what the difference is for both of you from the other members of our team. That you know, just one day we said, okay, well, if you can work at home, you need to work at home. Um, tell us about your slightly unique situations a little bit. So mine um, has been, uh, it, it's been a little traumatic for me. I'm going to be honest. It's very challenging for me because I'm the, I'm the person that takes care of the household, right? I'm the one that goes to the grocery store. I'm the one that goes everywhere to pick up the things that we need. Um, so I've had to uh, relinquish all of that to Mick. I can't, I mean, my doctor asked me to stay home at the end. You, I can go for a walk with my dogs and that is it. So that's, Mm -hmm. what I get to do a lot of and I have been taking time to go outside and rake my leaves for a little bit every day just so that I get outside and get some activity so it's been um it's it's really good though right because my boyfriend has to do all of our shopping and he never realized how much that takes right so when you run out mm -hmm. of something you have to go get something and it costs money <laughs> it doesn't just magically appear yeah it doesn't just magically appear exactly and and also you know with him being he doesn't he doesn't have to stay at home right now he still works um but with that being said when he comes home he changes in the garage 
he goes right to the shower. We disinfect um, his shoes and his clothes go right in the washing machine. And we don't um, share a space anymore. Um, he, he sleeps in a different area than me. Um, so it's, it's not just isolation from other strangers. It's isolation mm. from my, my own family too, because it's too dangerous for me to be exposed to it. Um, so it has been an adventure and it is, it's interesting because we are finding other things to entertain ourselves and each other. Um, and he is a bigger part of taking care of the house too, because now I have to wash the dishes more often because we're eating at home all the time. So mm -hmm. the other day I was like, here I go washing the dishes again. Here I go washing the dishes again. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, He's learning a lot about what it takes to take care of a house, which is, um, I think it's great. And my dogs are thrilled because they get to go outside like every 30 seconds like they want to. Mm. And so that's a really good change. And also I'm reaching out to the rest of my family more frequently. Like every other day I'm texting everybody to make sure everybody's okay, which I never did that with my sister-in-laws. So mm -hmm. it's been it's been good. It's really been good. And I don't mind working at home, but I do have to have these video conferences to see humans. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, that's good to hear that you're getting positivity about it, you know, cause you, you also are like one of those super active, like out and doing things all of the time kind of people. So. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's definitely been a slowdown. I've, I've also become more relaxed. I don't feel as stressed and I don't have the same level of anxiety that I used to have because I think mm -hmm. I used to think that I had to get more stuff done and I had to, now, I mean, I guess technically I have an excuse, right? I don't feel pressured to go visit people where maybe I used to feel pressured to go visit people. Mm -hmm. Now I, I can't, so I don't feel bad about it. I know that sounds weird, but you know, for, for me, I am a very outgoing person, but then I always strive to make sure that I'm spending enough time with everybody so mm -hmm. that it makes itself a little bit on the stressful side. So it, I don't know, it's been, it's been really good. I'm happy. I mean, I can't wait for it to be over, but I am also pretty content right now. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Katie, tell us a little bit about you. I'm like, I'm the polar opposite at this point. Like, <laughs> you know, um, I, I have, it's interesting because I've had conversations, um, with a number of people because I've never had, um, anxiety before. And so you referenced that I travel internationally. Um, I've traveled internationally since 2017. I've been doing a lot of traveling I, I travel to Africa, um, and work with credit unions in Africa, which is amazing. And, you know, I think that I am probably almost to a fault so relaxed in some situations that I drive people crazy. Um, so, uh, and I just, I feel like that's one of my, you know, you know, as we all grow older, we think we have different superpowers. And I think one of my new understanding of superpowers is my adaptive, you know, being adaptable and adaptability into situations. Um, and so it's been interesting and almost um, very humbling for me because when all of this went down, I was in Kenya. Um, and so I was uh, having a very nice restful um, sleep and my phone went off and it was about three in the morning. Um, and I um, read a text that said that um, uh, President Trump had shut down international travel. <laughs> 
Oh and, my gosh. Um, so that's what I woke up to. And so here I am at three in the morning, not able to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. realizing that I am now stuck in Kenya. Um, and I mentioned before I have two little boys and my husband at home. And I, uh, the only thing I could think about was, um, how do I, how do I get home to my husband and my nine and five-year-old sons um, when there's when they shut down travel? Now, thankfully, about an hour and a half later, there was a revision to that statement, um, and I realized that not all international travel was shut down. Um, and so that was, I mean, huge for me. Um, but. Uh, we went the next three days trying to revise and figure out travel and, um, you know, <laughs> getting a hold of Delta was a seven hour wait and they would call you back. Um, I was supposed to fly through Amsterdam, which is where you didn't want to fly. Um, and so thankfully I had some amazing, um, colleagues in Africa who were able to, to kind of take care of that. I'm really spoiled in that regard. And I recognize that, but, I got a direct flight back from Nairobi to JFK. So, you know, at least for that part, I felt really good until I got to JFK and realized that I was like in the epicenter of cases in the US and that my risk of exposure now was once I got back to the US. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, they were trying to do um, health, health assessments, which I totally understand, but they implemented the strategy and I will say all day, every day, they did not give customs any tools to succeed or handle the sheer volume that they were going to have to intake. And I sat in a small 20 by 30 room for about just under three hours, a little between two and a half and three hours. And the entire time, all I could think of is if I'm going to be exposed, it's at this moment. Mm -hmm. And um, there was nothing I could do about it. So... um, (laughs) as we're talking about getting used to uh, working from home interruptions. So, so literally I realized that this was um, my new reality and I had a 14 day quarantine. So unlike Nicole, um, I was required to have a 14 day quarantine um, because of that potential exposure. So mm-hmm. um, I went from, you know, being a super social person and being able to have a lot of freedom doing international travel um, to now being stuck at home, band-aided for 14 days and um, not able to leave my house and then really requiring and relying on my husband to do everything. So that was interesting and similar adjustment. Um, rather than relax, uh, I started having anxiety attacks for the first time in my life. Um, and I was convinced three days after getting home that I for sure had caught COVID-19 um, at this point, I'm out of my 14-day quarantine. Let's just celebrate for a second. Um, but I couldn't I couldn't breathe, and I was having these horrible headaches, and I had no idea. It, it was just that level of stress, and that was anxiety. So um, it's been a very interesting, it's been interesting to experience that. Um, but also, it's, it's made me very aware. Um, I've always listened to people say how kind of deep, um, how difficult anxiety is. Um, and dealing with anxiety. And I've always tried to be empathetic to it. Um, but it was very eye opening to that and and Mm -hmm. humbling for me. So. Yeah. I think think it's so funny that we're like, so opposite, you know, because that's, that was my life before all of this happened. I, I had anxiety to no end, like for real. And now I'm just, okay. 
it is what yeah. it is and and then you're the total opposite so. <laughs> we're like what is this thing <laughs> i literally called one of my friends in the middle of the night who has talked very openly about her anxiety um and nancy lives in north dakota and i was like i need you to tell me what anxiety feels like what <laughs> like no just tell me what it is and she as soon as i knew that um i just was like okay let's how do how do i how what do i mm -hmm. need to do and she gave me some coping tools which was great um and i just made myself step back and and play outside play baseball with the boys whatever and the second i wasn't dealing with everything covid and being in hr that's literally what i do every day all day now um i like i that ch chest tightness those massive headaches mm -hmm. all of that kind of just went away and i realized like this is what that is mm -hmm. very interesting but i think it's interesting sue you know too as we talk about this from an hr perspective as we listen to nicole's story you know, there's a lot of people who I just don't think take this safer at home as serious as they should. Mm -hmm. um, and I think listening to this, and I think that that's going to be such a key thing about this with Nicole is that, you know, sometimes it seems mean when I'm sending out an email that says, no, you, you literally can't hang out with any friends and people are, you know, that that's what the safer at home order is and mm -hmm. questioning why is it so strict? And then when you take a step back and I think about, I think about how much I care about Nicole and I love working with Nicole, mm -hmm. I can't imagine anything that I did selfishly to go get together with my friends could, could be so detrimental to Nicole's health, you know? So, right. Right. No, that's, that's a really good point. A thing that, and I, I don't want us to get super down this. No, I totally, angle, I know totally. A thing that I constantly think about and where, where I'm at right now and like, when I'm left just to think about things, a thing that really, really depresses me is that uh, my parents, my parents are both elderly, mm -hmm. um, but my my mom has, my mom is diabetic and she had a, she had pneumonia like a week before this, we oh, got quarantined and, um, and my husband is still working. So he, so basically he's working, they have their stuff in place, but just the mere fact that he's going to work, I'm not going anywhere, but he's coming back here. Mm -hmm. So I can't see my mom right yeah. now. And, and, and all because I don't want her to get sick. Yeah. You know, so about yeah. yeah. So your, your point, very well taken like this it's not about oh i'm fine this person seems fine we're fine it's mm -hmm. about what you take and and not just what you take home or you take to work but what you would carry anywhere you would go yeah i think the other piece of that too in that that i've seen some out there there's some information on the cdc but what it's like for be to be the person who does have it and that weird guilt and having to call mm. family members and having to call people, it's almost like this like we're ostracizing like people in the communities who honestly they're getting sick. They don't, this is not a, it's not like, yes, they got COVID, you know? Right. Um, but I think it's real. Cause one of the things that I think brought me so much anxiety was if I got it and I came home, let me give it, what if I give it to my kids? What if I give it to my husband? What, right. 
how is that conversation going to be to them and explaining that to them? And I think mm-hmm. that there's like that whole level of weird guilt out there too. That's sure. interesting to, to, yeah. to think about and talk about, but I know that that's not why we're here talking today, but I just, okay. when Nicole okay. was talking about it, it just, it made me feel like, you know, sometimes I'm having those difficult conversations, but Nicole's why I'm having those conversations mm. and why it's so important. So, yeah. Well, and the thing that we talked about, and unfortunately, I'm sorry for this, Vince, at your birthday lunch, uh, <laughs> which was the week before yeah. all of these, you know, we started working from home, things like that, is like just the fact that I think we even since then, everything is changing and we're watching everything change. And I we're all experiencing like, to use everyone is using throwing around the word you know unprecedented Mm -hmm. but i think it it goes beyond the fact that there wasn't that there isn't a roadmap for exactly how this has to go and moves into this area where everybody is experiencing something they're experiencing in a completely different way they are um dealing with things that everybody is dealing with something that they haven't dealt with before. And like, this is, this is a very good point of that. Like um, someone who had a great amount of anxiety is suddenly like, well, I have no control over this and there's nothing I can do. And all I can do is this thing right here. And so I'll just do that. Um, Versus somebody who's had no anxiety and suddenly everything's controlled around you. Not to say you're controlling, but you can't do anything to control what you have to do. And so totally different experiences. You can totally call me controlling. It's fine. Okay. Well, I I mean, I I do to your face plenty of time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, I like it. It's safer on Zoom. Like you do it across from a table with me. I don't know why you won't do it on Zoom. Like. (laughs) I like it because it's hypocritical. So I like to be as hypocritical as I possibly can (laughs) at all times. So, but let's, you know, let's, let's pivot. (laughs) Let's just pivot and try and bring ourselves back up. Um, And let's talk about, uh, see, we've all worked from home before. Um, So, and maybe I just realized I'm going to ask this question. I don't know if this is going to bring us back up, but um, <laughs> let's talk about how is it different? What's what's happening now that just is different? Um, whether that's in regards to how you're feeling about it, what your routine is like, anything like that. So this is again kind of kind of silly, but I feel less guilty working from home, right? Because uh. we. We didn't always get to work, like not everybody that can works from mm-hmm. home and not everybody that can gets to. So, you know, when back when Mike was my boss and he let me work from home, I still always felt really guilty about it, right? Because not everybody got to. So I, I always felt really guilty about it. And now I don't feel guilty about it. After a couple of weeks of this, you know, now because it last Friday would have been two weeks that I've been working from home. Um, I'm finally getting into that necessary routine right Mm. so um i've been putting on actual jeans and getting dressed and doing my hair and you know trying to to kind of keep that going because i did notice i have a lot more motivation when i'm in regular clothes than in sweatpants 
But one thing I did notice when I work from home is that I am incredibly motivated to get stuff done because I don't want to feel like I'm not doing my work. But then as you're sitting there and you're constantly working for eight hours straight because you don't want to take a break or you don't feel like you should, you realize that you need to and that you always did when you were at work. So what's the difference, right? You just feel like guilty about walking away from your stuff for 10 minutes when at work you wouldn't have cared. You would have just done it. Right. Right. You know, so that has been a little bit of a learning curve for me too. But that's like I said, I take 10 minutes twice a day and I go outside and I start raking my yard. So I get outside, I get some fresh air, and then I do feel really energized. And then I take like, I don't even want to say it's it's like a little five minute stretch thing session mm-hmm. that I have on my phone. So I do that throughout the day. And of course I grab a bite to eat, but um, but yeah, it, it has started to become a bit of a routine. Um, but I don't, this is also kind of weird. I don't get that three o'clock thing anymore mm-hmm. where you start to get tired or worn out from the day. Um, so I get to keep going until the end of the day, which I'm sure is because I go outside and take a break or do mm-hmm. my stretches or, you know, so it's if, when I was going to say, if we go back to work, when we go back to work, <laughs> it would be important to keep that kind of stuff going, you know, to mm-hmm. keep, keep the little stretch breaks or get outside for a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's, I think it's, it, but again, I have less anxiety about working at home, so it's good for me. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because in our, the last one we did last, last week we were talking and that was a point that I made, like working from home, I always felt guilty stopping working. Like I stop, I go to the bathroom when I'm in the office. Right. <laughs> and I, you know, and we will stop and have a conversation with somebody that you see, or I will, you know, that it's totally normal when you're in the office, but if I'm working from home and I get up away from my computer, then I'm at home. <laughs> yeah. So like- then I'm not working. And so, yeah. So like being at the sitting at in front of the computer all day long is a thing that I find I only do when I'm at home instead of in an office. So yeah. What about you, Katie? Yeah. So I think the thing that I found, so the first week that I was at home, I had my laptop um, up on my kitchen counter and I found that first of all, I was eating all the food, like every meme about how you started like isolation thin and ended up being like this, like the state puff marshmallow man. Like I was there, like I was like eating all the loaves of sourdough bread. I mean, it was not okay. So I was like, I, um, spent my entire Sunday this last week, um, modifying where I'm at now. So it's our basement, it's our basement guest room. Um, but I have my grandpa's old desk in here and I just made my office. Um, Mm -hmm. and I noticed that that was just a huge difference for me because I would walk away from my laptop to go have dinner with my family. And then well, my laptop was right there. So I'd be like, my mom's going to see this. And so there was no, there was no separation of my work, Mm -hmm. my, my home life. Um, so I moved my um, laptop in the basement. Still not great at it. Like, I, you know, my husband's like, uh, dinner's ready. You want to get done working? I'll come up. Um, but I do think mentally it's made a huge difference for me um, to just have like that dedicated space. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's to me from an, from a policy standpoint, that's why people have like have a dedicated space and policies on telecommuting because it really does make a difference. Um, 
the other thing that I didn't have before that I have now is you guys, as we were talking before, you saw like the little heads walking behind me. Um, my kids like in the house, um, because they're not at school is a huge challenge for me because Mm -hmm. kids don't, kids don't think like, I can't talk. I can't ask my mom a question because mom's on the phone. Um, so you guys saw, I like got up and shut the door and locked the door because their, their schoolwork, their school desks are in the other room in the basement. Um, and so I've started shutting and locking the door and that's like my message to them, like, do not come in. Um, so, uh, that's a pretty, pretty clear message, right? Mm-hmm. Those black door. Yeah. <laughs> and believe me, there's been times where I've like list, heard them fighting and like hitting the wall on the other side as I'm like in an important call or in a call with people. And I'm like, please, please. So I think that that's been my biggest challenge that in the past on days that I've worked from home, I still take my kids to school and I pick them mm-hmm. up from after school care. So it's finding this new balance of um, employee, mm-hmm. all the things that you guys said that go along with that, the balance of employee, the balance of um, mom, and and also school teacher. Because, I mean, my, my son, to, my youngest son's in kindergarten, and I feel like that's such a critical year. And mm-hmm. second semester of kindergarten is such a critical time on, like, they go from, like, writing letters to reading words, which is you know, crazy. Um, and mm-hmm. he's not getting that now. So what, a, what is the impact of all of this on my son next year when he goes to kindergarten? And I don't want to see him struggle and I don't want to. Right. So I think that's the, that's the challenge is which hat do I have on at any given moment? Mm-hmm. Um, how I've overcome it is I need to laugh, you know, like I just have, the video meetings with everybody. Like I don't call people unless I have to, I just send invites through teams and try to just have that person connection because I'm like the extrovert of extroverts. And so, um, I really miss seeing adults. Um, and so that's, that's, I've done that and finding really funny clips on YouTube or Facebook or, like at night, just finding things that laugh and just, um, that's been huge. And all the zoom, like all the zoom happy hours with people, like Nicole said, she connects with her family more. I feel like people have just gotten so good about, Hey, we need to connect and we need to Mm -hmm. have that connection. Um, and so I've had a lot of zoom happy hours, which has been really cool for me. Very cool. So Vince, what about you? How is it different for you? Um, I think the main, like I've worked, I worked from home, like maybe once or twice before this, like we, we always could, but mm. I never but really But you're pretty did. close to the office. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a really far drive. So <laughs> <laughs> like five minutes, maybe. So plus with kids in the house, little kids, like it's, oh, it was, uh, it was always easier just to have that, you know, build in that separation where oh, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm at work, so you can't open my office door, which doesn't have a lock. So, (laughs) (laughs) and they can also see you, right? Like, are you in your office right now? Yeah. So your kids could literally stand on the glass and be like, that's a mirror, not a window. Oh, okay. I thought that was glass. And I was like, dude, (laughs) 
<laughs> they could just stare at you creepily. Yeah, if that was glass, I would have gotten a curtain because. Uh... <laughs> so speaking of humor, have you guys seen the "Hello from the Inside" video? It's Adele's yes. song. Yeah. Hello, but it's it's all about COVID. Because if you haven't, you need to do it. So good. Okay. So you don't have a lock. Sorry, and that's a mirror, not glass. I was yeah. like, oh, that's gonna be awful. <laughs> all in your days. All up to date now. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Vince. I that'd, had be, that'd be great, though. Every time I fired up a Zoom meeting and just see little faces. Yeah, little <laughs> tiny faces. Yeah. <laughs> I had this With really the nose. Great... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to wave to both, both of Vince's kids the other day, and awesome. that, was, that was a highlight of that day. Because <laughs> Finley... Was that the time that Finley, like, threw open the door? <laughs> and he was like, Dad! Yep. <laughs> and then and I waved to him, and he wouldn't leave. And then Colette walked in, and the Natha comes running in, trying to pull them out. It was great. <laughs> Good. And, and I, of course, did not help. I'm like, ah! <laughs> yep. And Colette loves to wave at the computer, even if nobody's on a call. She just waves at the computer. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> uh, I do have to ask you, Vince, and this is, I think, one of my favorite things about Zoom videos because I love like checking out all everybody's like cool stuff, right? Do you literally have a Nerf gun hung from a pegboard? Well, you see, Katie, I take home safety very seriously. Because, I mean, that's amazing, right? Like, it would be better if it was, like, right here so that when the kids walked in, you'd be like, right? Oh. Yeah. Same. The reason that one is not with the other, uh, not that there's an arsenal of Nerf guns in our house, but... <laughs> oh, there is an ours. It's fine. No judgment. The, this one is uh, a little extra powerful, we found, <laughs> so we don't let the four-year-old run around with that and shoot people in the eye. Is that the disc? They're, like, discs, right? Well, this one's like little foamy balls. Oh, the, yeah, the balls. I didn't buy those for my kids because I yeah, was like, that's good. That's good. Well, we have the discs. Mm. And then I made the mistake of buying the like the massive Fortnite one, not realizing <laughs> that it was battery powered. So it shot him with a battery. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Scary stuff. <laughs> so you hide yours. I just bought my kids face masks and told them wear those when you play. Yeah, mm. right. We'll get there, that. I mean, there are options. Mm -hmm. Hashtag all parenting goals. All different ways to do Hashtag it. Hashtag not mother of the year. <laughs> not. It's not a thing that I'm going for. I love it. I can hear him. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. are you coping with that? So you don't have a lock on the door. So how do you, how do you handle all that, Vince? It's, for the most part, it's pretty fine. Like, there are probably three or four times a day they'll work their way in, but I think the longer work it's gone on now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much the scenario you described, Sue, it's like the four-year-old will get in because he can open the door and then the one-year-old will come toddling in and then Matt will be like, oh, I didn't realize they were... <laughs> like, it's like they've escaped and made their way in. So... But uh, for for the call today, I specifically made a little uh, sign and put it on the door. And he can't read it. But I said, this is for you. So, you know, don't come in the door when this is on the door. 
And what does the sign say? Don't recording. Oh, okay. I want you to put up like a full light and the whole setup. So you can on air. Yeah, right. And be like, Finley, this says on air. Yeah. And when you see that light, you're right. going to get a small electrical charge if you touch that door. <laughs> Daddy amplified the door handle and yeah. fine. Just enough to curl your hair. Nothing bad. Don't worry, boys. You'll look like Sue and Katie when you're done, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no going to the hairdresser, so we have to do it at home. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's definitely end this on a happy note. Yeah. It's a great great discussion so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it off to Vince. Cause this is his favorite. Are, are you looking at the notes? I didn't even ask you when we started. Do you have the notes in front of oh, you? Oh, I definitely have the notes up. Oh. I have them right here. So that's why I keep looking like the questions you sent. Nice work. Well, we're moving on. To, we're going to move on and let Vince introduce his favorite segment. Yes. So creative soup is the part of the show where we toss something awesome into people's creative soup. And so for this time, uh, I think Katie, you mentioned a thing or two already, but to end on a happy note, let's talk about just something and the sky's the limit, whatever it is, something positive uh, that you've personally experienced over the last couple of weeks being staying at home. I mean, I, I definitely mentioned a bunch of stuff like the the really stress and um I get to spend a lot more time with my dogs and they really like that but I didn't realize they like literally slept all day I really <laughs> thought they got into like something like you know go somewhere do something but they literally sleep all day all, all day um I think that, you know, my relationship with my boyfriend is probably getting stronger. We we don't have a lot of problems or issues and he's been really supportive through this. Like I said, that I don't really get to do anything. So he, um, I, it's meant a lot to me and this is going to sound like maybe totally cheesy, um, but I've never really had a, a man in my life and that includes my father that has put himself in a position to take care of me. Um, so like I have asthma and my dad wouldn't even quit smoking when I was a kid. Like he wouldn't even smoke outside. He still smoked in the house. And I mean, that was back in the day when smoking was just kind of bad for you, um, <laughs> but it was really bad for me. And like, so he wouldn't even give up smoking to keep me safe. But my boyfriend is going way above and beyond to make sure that I stay safe. I mean, we, like, he went to Target yesterday to pick up a few things. And he wiped everything down with a hand sanitizer, you know, like a, a sanitizing wave. Like he is taking it so seriously. And it just, it means so much to me that he's willing to go all of those extra steps just to make sure that I don't get sick. I mean, that's a, that's a huge positive thing for me. I've never had anything like that. And that's really huge to me. So I'm really, I'm incredibly blessed. This whole thing is horrible and scary. And I feel terrible, especially for older people and anybody who is afraid of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's been a huge blessing to a lot of people too. I have to follow that guys. <laughs> you do, you do. Sorry about it. No, I know, but I like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think 
you know, I say the struggles are with my, with my kids, but to echo like what Nicole said, um, you know, getting to work in the mornings was like chaos. It was like getting my kids up mm-hmm. and I would yell like, yes, you need to wear underwear and like get dressed. We got to go. We're going to be late. You can eat breakfast at school. And, um, you know, eating breakfast together as a family has been, um, has, has been something we've done every day. Like I, I was that person that always ate lunch at my desk. And so now I'm, I'm making lunch for the boys and eating lunch with them. Um, which has been huge. Uh, we ate out, uh, a lot as a family cause I don't really cook. Um, and so we've been doing a lot more of like eating dinner at home and as a family and, um, just all of those things that I think, um, you know, it, people always talk about there's, you, you know, people kind of become humbled or people start to think about what's really important. Usually when there's something bad that happens or that makes you step back. And, and I think that has definitely happened, like Nicole said, for a lot of people. Um, and what I hope is that coming out of this, um, a world that has been so pol- polarized that we come out of this remembering to just be human and be compassionate and empathetic for those around us, our neighbors, our family, our friends. Um, you know, I, for one, have not always been the best, especially with, you know, college friends or people that are not around me regularly. I haven't been great about just sending them a message and saying, how are you? And, um, I'm doing that now. And so that's been really good for me. And so coming out of this, it's going to be just making sure that the things, the lessons that I've learned in this, that I remember them and that I keep them front of mind and I make those priorities or keep those priorities or those things in my life um, and not slip back into old habits of just kind of functioning from day to day. Um, I don't know. There's something about having a reality of how am I going to see my kids in the next couple of months to really be a good gut check for you. So um, I wish it wasn't the gut check that I had. I wish I would have recognized it beforehand, but um, it, it happened. And I'm, I'm thankful for even the moments, the anxiety, all of those things. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for the lessons that I've learned out of this. Nice. Well, you, you followed up beautifully. Good job. How about, about you, you, Sue and Vince? What do you guys think? Go ahead, Vince. I think like one thing for us, um, like it's, it is and definitely for me nice to be able to, uh, I shouldn't say to be able to, because I was able to before, but to be working from home just to, you know, even if it's that, oh, you're coming in the office and I have to tell you that you can't come in here, like just to have those that interaction throughout the day and to see them more throughout the day is cool. And then too, I think the other thing, like we definitely, uh, like we love getting outside and all of that, but I feel like now like that, like going on a walk, there's something as simple as going on a walk down the street and back is like, that's a, that's the focus. Like, much higher priority on that like okay finish working 
now we're going to go on a walk and have that time and get out just a little bit versus, you know, before it was like, well, it'd be cool if we could get out on a walk, on a walk sometime. Like, mm-hmm. so just mm-hmm. that prioritizing something even as simple as going on a walk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that there, there are a lot of things I'm learning that I definitely took for granted our ability to do things like, and super simple things. And so I, there, like, here is my confession on Friday, tomorrow night, we are going to get takeout and eat supper in the car. (laughs) We're going to go to a park by the river and eat takeout in the car. Um, And I am looking forward to that so much to have that time to be away from to be away from the work from work to be away from home to actually have an opportunity to get out and see part of the world in a safe way um and i don't know like i drove i have driven by virtue of what my route is home i drive across the river every single night um under normal circumstances. And I don't think I look at it. I don't think I really pay that much attention to it. But right now I can tell you in just over 26 hours, uh, (laughs) I'm going to get to go see that river and I'm going to sit and watch it. And um, that, that feels like a blessing to me. It feels exciting to me. So that's, that's my contribution. That is true though, right? Like a lot of things that used to just be whatever, like walking my dogs, which I do all the time, is now is now a night out on the town. Right. I get to go walk my dogs after work. I can't wait. Where before it was like, oh, I gotta walk the dogs, otherwise they're gonna be mm-hmm. in the pit all night. Now it's I I can't wait to go outside and rake my leaves for that 10 minutes. So I'm gonna be out there raking my leaves and I hate raking. But it is exercise, it's fresh air, it's being outside. And today, fortunately, it's in the sun where a couple days ago it was just very gloomy and rainy, but still worth it to get outside. So even something as simple as a chore is now a blessing. Isn't it just the craziest thing? Right? Yeah. So we're going to, in other words, the, what we're learning is we're going to emerge from this better people. Right? I hope so. I hope so. I think and so. I hope all of us hold each other accountable, right? Like remind mm-hmm. each other of those things, of these things, like coming out of this. Right. You know, yeah. Remember, remember the things that we loved. And I think that that would be amazing if humankind just reminded each other of the beauty that we learned, even in difficult, challenging mm-hmm. and scary time. Yeah. It feels like it's going to be hard to forget this, right? I know it's so easy to fall back into old habits, but some of it's got to last for people. Yeah, some right. of it's got to remain a focus and something that I think a lot of families are going to hold on to mm-hmm. because it's just, it's, I mean, it's epic. Like it doesn't get any yeah. weirder than this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah, for sure. I, we, I, to your point, Nicole, we do like, it's easy for it to, for us to think, but we have to, especially now, I think a lot of people are focused on, I want to get back to what that was. Mm -hmm. Right. But 
now's probably the moment to say it doesn't go back no. to what it was. And actually, you know what, guys? It That's never okay. was going to, like, nothing goes back to what it was. Right. <laughs> so we only go forward. So, mm -hmm. and uh, we, yeah, we just have to keep reminding ourselves. And on that happy note, I have to tell you two ladies how much I appreciate being able to see your faces because this gave me an opportunity to see you and to talk to you. And I'm tearing up a little. So, so thank <laughs> you for being here. It's so nice us. to see people and, and right. their presence and they have a conversation. And I think, too, you know, even though this was an interview and that kind of thing, I think a lot of us were able to unload some of the things that mm. have been rolling around in our brains. And for me, it was very healthy. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm going to, I'm look at, oh, that's. Man. Oh God, man, <laughs> get it together. <laughs> okay, well, we are gonna now. Now that I've descended into madness, we're gonna wrap up. We appreciate you both so much for being with us today. Thank you. Did you have any final words to our guests? Nope. I Stay think we strong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in and watching in. This is Sue and Vince reminding you that life's awesome if you make it awesome. We'll see you next time. Bye.